Closenet. In reference to the podcast. Here again. Here again. We're not going anywhere. For six more episodes. <laughs> We're not physically going anywhere. Um, we'll probably be back after the six. I have a migraine from smelling weed. Anyway, I'm Amanda. I'm Heather. And it's a... Freaky Friday. It is. Freak me out. It's Friday. Today we're going to learn about Poviglia Island in Italy. Okay. My sources are Wikipedia, Ranker.com, and MysteriousUniverse.org. Okay. Sorry, I, my head hurts so bad right now. Alright, ready? I'm ready. I'm listening. Alright, the first mention of Povia were in the Chronicles of 421. Okay. So, a while ago. Oh. <laughs> I was like, is that like a magazine? No, like the year 421. The year. Okay. Okay. People from Este and Padua fled there to escape the barbarian invasions. Hmm? Isn't Estee Lauderdale a fragrance? It's a whole, like, they have a whole line of stuff. Yeah. But they have they, makeup. Like, whisper it? Huh? Don't they whisper it on I their think so. ads? Anyway, go on. Uh, the population grew in the 9th century, and its importance grew until it was governed by a dedicated Podesta, which is a name given to certain high officials in some Italian cities. Venice came under attack in 1379 from a Genoan fleet, and the people of Pavia were moved to Guadeca. The island was un- was then uninhabited for centuries. In 1527, it was offered to monks who, re- who refused the offer. From 1645 on, the Venetian government built five octagonal forts to protect and control the entrances to the lagoon. It's on, like, the back side of the boot. Okay. <laughs> like, in that water area. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Since it's an island. <laughs> uh, the water area? <laughs> Isn't it, like, a sea? Yeah, I just didn't look to see which one it is. Oh. Well, good thing we both took world geography. Well, it says it was a... A lagoon. Okay. I don't know. Um, Wonder how many times Loch Ness vacations there. Probably never. Because <laughs> she doesn't exist. The Pavia Octagon is one of four that are still standing today. In 1776, the island was under the jurisdiction of the Magistrado Alla Santia, or the Public Health Office. And became a checkpoint for all the goods and people coming to and from Venice by ship. In 1793, there were several cases of the plague on two ships, and then the island was transformed into a temporary confinement station, or Lazaretto. Lazaretto. This became permanent in 1805 under the rule of Napoleon Bonaparte, who also had the Church of San Vital destroyed and the old bell tower converted into a lighthouse. 
the Lazaretto closed in 1814. A shame. In the 20th century, the island was once again used for quarantine. In 1922, the existing buildings were converted into an asylum for the mentally ill and for long-term care. The hospital closed in 1968, and then the island was briefly used for agriculture before completely becoming abandoned. In 2014, the Italian state auction, I meant to write auctioned, I spoke at, wrote actioned. <laughs> they auctioned a 99-year lease of Pavilia, which would remain property of the state, hoping to redevelop the hospital into a luxury hotel. Is that... That's just like volunteering for something to be haunted. <laughs> yeah. The highest bid was from an Italian businessman, but the project didn't meet all conditions, so they did not redevelop it. The island contains one or more plague pits. Some estimates suggest that around 100,000 people died on the island over the centuries. Sometimes the bodies were burned instead of buried. Great. Uh, Pavia Island is still home to thriving grape vineyards. The only people who visit the island are the people who seasonally harvest the fruit. Oh, great. So my wine's gonna be fucking haunted. <laughs> Some have said that the grapevines must do very well in ashy soil because it's been said that over 50% of the soil is human ash. <laughs> Ew, what? Yeah. Why? Because that's how many people have been burned there over the years. But I don't I don't know why they were like, oh, we're going to put a vineyard on this yeah. island that nobody goes to. Great. Mm, love me some human wine. Um, isn't that the blood, I guess? Hmm? What? <laughs> I said, isn't that like just blood? Oh, no. Human wine? Yeah. <laughs> vampire wine. I was just going to say I'm going to become a vampire in New Orleans. <laughs> anyway. When the asylum was still in operation, rumors of widespread abuse and heinous experiments began to float back to the mainland. Legend says of a demented doctor who worked at the asylum in the early 20th century. Even today, his notorious experiments are shocking. He believed that lobotomies were the best way to treat and cure mental illness. I feel like <laughs> you said, even today they're shocking. I feel like... They would get more shocking as things, like, develop. So, like... You're like, oh, like, that's so savage. Like, why would you do something yeah, like so that to somebody? The correct way to say that would be, like, even back then... They were shocking. They were shocking yes. because now we know lobotomies... Don't cure anything? No. Ask Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm gonna pass. <laughs> uh, he usually performed lobotomies on patients against their will. Great. The procedures he performed were wicked and painful. He used hammers, chisels, and drills with no anesthesia or concern for sanitation. Good. He supposedly saved his darkest experiments for special patients whom he took to the bell tower. Oh. No one knows what he did there, but it's been said that the screams from the tortured can still be heard across the island. Karma eventually caught up with the doctor. He began to suffer his own mental torture and was pursued by the island's ghosts. He eventually lost his mind and flung himself off the bell tower. Oh, good. This is just one version. Some say he may have been pushed either by an angry patient or by a spirit. Hmm. 
Supposedly, a nurse saw him fall, claiming he initially survived the fall, but a ghostly mist came over him and choked him to death. But, like, I feel like he sounds like he deserved it. Yeah. Other ways the doctor supposedly died were that he was seized while still alive and bricked up in the wall of the tower. Okay. Another theory is that his after his death from the fall, patients placed his dead body inside the wall of the bell tower. What's up with people putting bodies in walls? Yeah, I like because if you're still gonna be there, like it's gonna smell. Yeah. It's claimed that the doctor's spirit is still within the tower, and on quiet nights, you can still hear him ring the tower's bell, even though now it is a lighthouse. Oh, great. Um, some experience that. Some experiences had on the island are the feeling of being watched, being scratched and pushed by invisible forces, nope. being pushed into a wall, or the feeling of being chased by an unseen force. Nope. Visitors during the last years, the hospital was open, and then the illegal visitors later have seen shadows alone on the walls as they walked that should not have been there. Um... Psychics that have been on the island claim that there is an energy they describe as malignant. The presence of angry spirits lingering there was so deeply frightening that most of them refused to ever go back. Which, same. <laughs> yeah. Since so many people died on the island, there are still bones that wash up on shore. This, facts keep, this fact keeps most potential buyers or visitors away. Which, if I, they're like, oh yeah, you can go swim in there, but you might get hit by bones. Be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay in actual Italy. I'm just not gonna go to the island. <laughs> not gonna go into that behind the boot water. Yeah, I don't want to go behind the boot water. Uh, fishermen also stay away so they don't find human bones in their nets. It has been said that there are strange sounds and a heavy atmosphere as soon as you get off the boat and set foot on the island. After the hospital was officially shut down, a family purchased the island intending to build a private holiday home. Once they arrived, they were excited to begin their new adventure, but on the first night there, they experienced so much horror that they fled and never returned. They said that their daughter's face was nearly ripped off by an angry resident entity. Oh. Like, I can only imagine, like, like, for one, like, how would you do that? Like, you'd have to have some claws and just, like, get in there yeah um and experience an experience from an illegal visitor because it's not legal to go to the island anymore okay was that once they entered the abandoned mental hospital they felt a heavy sense of dread come over them followed by a deep voice that warned leave immediately and do not return they were smart and instantly left Many have said that they have heard the moans and cries and coughing of plague patients. Which, I'm sorry, like, if I was just somewhere and heard, like, coughing and there wasn't anybody there. Bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. Um, some have reported feeling as though they were being choked by an unseen force. Ghost Adventures has gone to the island. Hmm. And... One incident that had occurred was supposedly one of them were briefly possessed. If you can guess which one it was. Was it Zach? It was Zach. Oh, Zach. Because it is always him. 
Um, even though I still love the show. <laughs> Uh, Povia Island has been called the Island of Madness, the world's darkest epicenter, and a cesspool of dread. Oh. Some visitors have said that as soon as they set foot on the island, they get the sudden urge to flee, which, same. I would be like, I don't even want to let, I'd see it and be like, you know what, turn the boat around. That's fine. And the last bit of information I found about it is even if you can gain access to the island after filling out a buttload of paperwork, you're still not actually guaranteed to make it to the island. Huh. Because there are a few boats that are actually willing to drop to, to take you to the island, and those that will are, so they say, are very expensive. Oh. And they could drop you off and then be like, oops, I'm not coming back to get you. Yikes. <laughs> that, so that is... The story of Povia Island of Italy. I'm gonna pass. <laughs> like, I'm gonna not. I'm also, I mean, I don't drink wine, so I'm okay. Or like, but I would never want to drink it if they're like, oh, it's from Povia Island. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, uh. Uh, you're like, there might be human remains in that. I don't want to drink it. Uh, yeah. No thanks. Hard pass. Um, well, that was fun, though. I do want to go to Italy. Might be somewhere that I could actually travel with you. Yeah, I like noodles. Yeah. I'll get pissed off because you just want them, like, plain or... Alfredo. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say with Alfredo, but then I was like, I don't know if they make it different there than what you like. Can I just have butter? <laughs> I hate buttered noodles. Oh, buttered noodles and you put a little bit of Parmesan cheese on it and mix it together. So good. Gross. I'll pass. I just eat food that I like. I'm not picky. I am picky. Yes, I know. I am picky, but... Not nearly as picky as me. Yeah. People will say that to me all the time. They're like, you're such a picky eater. I'm like, meet my best friend. Or your brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even my brother's even worse. <sighs> McDonald's uh, in Las Vegas will enjoy his patronage. Yeah. They'll have a lot of extra cash flow that week. 20-piece <laughs> chicken nuggets and french fries. <laughs> Basket of fries. Large Sprite. It'll be gone in like 0.2 seconds. Yeah. Well, anyway. So what did, what did, what else happened on Ghost Adventures? I didn't watch it. Oh. That was just in an article I read. Oh. So he was possessed. Is that what you said? Supposedly. Supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly he was possessed. <laughs> but it happens all the time. Like, every time, almost? Not every time. But they find something every time. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Whatever, it's, I guess, good entertainment. It, it is very good entertainment. Yeah. So, um, next week, or, not next week. Next but time. Next well, time. Well, technically it is next week. It is, true. 
We're going to talk about a mass murderer slash serial killer in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But, uh, well, we were alive. So, actually, we were 12. (laughs) We were just, we were a little bit alive by then. It's fine. Yeah. Well, we weren't 12 yet. Colin turned two that day. That it happened. Nice. So, uh, but with a with the next couple of days, please follow us on Instagram at in reference to podcasts, on Twitter at in reference to. You can send us emails about true crime or paranormal stories. Or any future topics you would like us to cover at in reference to podcast at gmail.com. Or you can help support us in this podcast and Wikipedia by becoming a Patreon donator donor at patreon.com backslash in reference to. Join Team 10, allegedly. <laughs> or become part of the Pony 20. Um, or you can be a part of Groot well not a part of Groot but we are Groot we are Groot or just get a good old twofer twofer Um, but yeah until next time